What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, Waco, Colleen, Temple, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down in Laredo. You're tuned in to the late Friday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, Bartlett spinning the one and twos. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Your number to participate is 1-800-707-9760. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. All right, 1-800-707-9760. If you know what you want to talk about, like usual, it is open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. Anything that we discussed on the docket yesterday, if you want to parlay that over to today, feel free to do that. Uh, and anything that we're discussing today on the docket, if you want to do that as well, too, uh, you can do that. But we just ask you to be patient during the breaks and the long segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, if you need to follow me via Twitter, it's at SportsGrind. All right. And also, if you want to stream the show live, you can always go to the business page of Sports Grind Entertainment Facebook or you can go to my personal page and you can leave comments and I'll try to uh, reply to those in real time like we've been doing the last few days. And also, um, if I don't, I'll go ahead and respond to those later. Also, if you ever miss any of the shows live, uh, you can always go to the sportsgrindonline.com where you can download the daily podcast every day, seven days a week. 1-800-707-9760. What's up, Mr. Clark? Ready to rock and roll. All right. So uh, apologize for that. We're about five, six minutes late. Um, had some internet issues over here at the new studios or about, about 10 minutes late, you know. Uh, but again, it's, you know, work in progress to make sure everything's uh, on top of everything. Everything comes up here and there, but we're here. Um, so there is quite a few things to get to today on this R&B Friday. This is going to be a short segment here for sure because we were a little bit late getting up and going. Uh, but there are a, quite a bit things. First of all, we're finally here to week zero in college football uh, that gets going tomorrow. Um, I told you yesterday on the show that I wasn't going to really break down uh, week zero, which I'm not. But I will tell you the most I think meaningful matchup in week one is really Nebraska and Northwestern. Um, I know Northwestern, I think, is like 11-and-a-half-point underdog. So Nebraska, I've talked about this. You know, Scott Frost, I believe, is very on the hot seat, um, even though he's a homer for Nebraska. So that will probably be the one game that I'm interested in checking out tomorrow uh, just to see what this 2022 version of the Cornhusters look like. And see what Pat Fitzgerald has done with Northwestern as well, too. You know, he's maintained competitiveness over the Big Ten, too, as well, over the last few years and some consistency. They really had a good team. Um, I believe it was probably just as of two years ago, uh, but they still come up short. They hadn't get qualified for, you know, the playoffs, one of the Big Ten. But, again, Northwestern's not really known for that. I mean, they know for, I believe, Michael Wilbon and, like I said, Greeny. That's pretty much it for Northwestern. But Pat Fitzgerald, uh, he's still there. He's done a pretty good job with the program. So they get it going tomorrow. One note that I did take from week zero, though, is the Florida State football university. It lets you know where the program's at because, in my opinion, they have no business playing in week zero. The big dogs really start next week. So that kind of lets you know. Now, somebody might be technical. Oh, well, that's just scheduling. I don't know about that. 
you know, I was kind of surprised when I saw Florida State on the schedule to play this weekend. But again, that's kind of where they're at. So you got college football getting ready to go. We're almost there for the pros. We're in our final week of preseason football, which we had some preseason action last night that I definitely want to talk about. I'll tell you also what's the most important preseason game, final preseason game on the docket this weekend, probably with the most implications. And I think if you've paid attention or you listened to the show in the last week, you already know who I'm going with with that. Uh, but definitely want to talk about that. We've got other news. Uh, we've got NBA news. Russell Westbrook. West, yeah, Westbrook is right. But Westbrook. Careful now. He, he'll, start yeah. a, he'll start a fight there. Yeah. So, you know, they're, according to CBS Sports, you know, they're, they're reporting that, you know, he's either going to be traded or sent home. And now I don't know if even though it's CBS Sports, I don't know if I 100 percent believe in this, because if you hear LeBron and his tweets, like, oh, I can't wait till Russell just really goes off and shuts everybody up. Also, that's a lot of money he's making to tell somebody to go home. You know, but again, I brought this up when they went ahead and acquired Patrick Beverly. I'm, I just talked about this yesterday. Like, hey, does. You know, Palenque in the front office of L.A., do they care anything about team chemistry? We know the history between Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook. So definitely want to talk about that because with that, the San Antonio rumors have started up, you know, in regards to they're one of the teams that can acquire him, take on his salary. So definitely want to get to that. We've got some other news. We got George Foreman news as well, too. I definitely want to talk about that. We've got some off-the-field NFL news as well also. But we're late getting up going, but we're here. It's Friday. Going to try to finish the week strong. You listen to the Sports Grind presented by Dos Equis. We're broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. We'll be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zing Zang ready-to-drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zing Zang margaritas, tequila included, and whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zing Zang full-strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to ChooseTiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Listen up, San Antonio and Austin. Let me tell you about Stoli Vodka, our new partner. Handcrafted in Latvia, the award-winning Stoli Vodka has held the bar high for quality, combining innovation with century-old traditions to create something both refreshingly modern and exceptionally classic. Uncompromising spirit is the kind of belief that turns players into icons. 100% grain-to-glass Stoli Vodka's starting lineup includes the iconic premium cucumber, vanilla, raspberry, and blueberry. If you want to learn more, visit Stoli.com. Stoli Vodka, official Sponsor of the sports crime. Are you down to 
All right, back here on the Sports Grind, presented by Dos Equis, broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, Bartlett spinning the one and twos. 1-800-707-9760. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Stoli Vodka. Keep in mind, established in 1938, they're handcrafted in Latvia. The award-winning Stoli Vodka has held the bar high for quality, combining innovation with century-old traditions to create something both refreshingly modern and exceptionally classic. That is Stoli Vodka, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right. So, again, as we were running about 10 minutes late, um, also on the docket, like I said, I definitely want to talk about this George Foreman situation and something similar because I thought we were going to talk about one sexual case today. But the Buffalo Bills, their rookie punter, what's my man's name out of San Diego State? Matt Ariza, the punt guy. Matt Ariza, the guy last week that punted a 70-yard punt against the Denver Broncos that pretty much made Buffalo – cut well i don't know if they cut him but they named the rookie the starter just like tuesday and allegedly he's involved in a lawsuit that was filed in that area in the san diego area for a sexual rape gangbang situation and that's why they reported it that's how they said it. Not trying to be funny or anything like that with a serious matter. That's what. That's how they reported it. I've got my thoughts on that. I want to circle back around to that, okay, um, after I've read some of the details that are coming out about that. And then I thought that would be it for Friday, but nope. We've got a former heavyweight champion uh, responsible probably for one of the best inventions ever done i think i think it's definitely in the top five of all time the george foreman grill former heavyweight champion george foreman is dealing with the lawsuit of him for his own self for sexual assault and harassment and rape and rape yep per the four-letter network okay in the 70s, I think the report said, what, 19, like early 70s, early to mid 70s. Okay. We don't really need to be exact about it. We know it's the 70s. And because I know that I'm getting older and my bones feel different, that's over 40 years ago. Now, look. Yeah, we can talk about this one to start off, and then we'll get into some of the uh, football action. I, I've talked about this before on these airwaves uh, with this show. And, you know, in the last, I would say, I don't know, five to seven years, we've been at the height of this Me Too movement, okay, in regards to getting rid of the Harvey Weinsteins of the world, getting rid of the tactics of the casting couch. Okay. You don't know what that means. Go look it up. Don't need to get into it. And really those bosses and those men of power that abuse their power for the last five years, we've been really trying to, you know, we have this whole thing about cancel culture. Well, we've really been trying to cancel that stuff out, which is a good thing. Okay, so with that, it's allowed more women to have the courage to come forward 
when they feel like they've been a victim of sexual assault, sexual harassment, and rape. You want to add something? Yes. Before I go on one. I do. This one, yes. There, more women have, have been able to, you know, had the opportunity, whether they're finding the courage now, prosecutors are more, are, are more active going after it. But this four-minute one is a little bit different. Okay, and, and, and by a little bit, I mean bit. much different. Okay, explain that to me before I get my tank. Because these women now weren't women at the time. They were girls. Under 16. The, the girls that are named in the... The two women are, that are going by pseudonyms now uh-huh. were underage at the time, too. That's what the report is being reported. That is, that is again, per the four-letter network... And this now comes to light. This is this has actually been building over the last month. Because this is this has opened the door, a new California law extending the statute of limitations in childhood sexual abuse cases has allowed more women to step forward now. So where it used to maybe be 15 years, 20 years after the situation, mm. now they're able to go back and get justice for this time being. But George okay. Foreman, at the height of the world, one of the, one woman was uh, again she at the time a nine year old girl living in Nevada. All right, fifteen and sixteen is when these things happened to her again. Okay, so we've got so one of the plaintiffs that is involved in this lawsuit was was allegedly allegedly. Mm-hmm. Sexual abuse at the age of nine. Yep, they're both now in their and 60s. then and then. Well, I was about to do the math on when you said sixteen because I was going to guess. Let's say if we if it even just took place in seventy three. Okay, so the report is saying one one girl was abused when she was a child at nine, and then when she turned sixteen, it continued. Yep. Okay. Is there saying does it, that that does, foreman had groomed both of them? Okay. Does it say before I go into the other part of this? Does it say what is the connection? of these girls with George Foreman? Like, were they family members? Were they, I mean, I don't know. That's why I'm trying to get, what is the connection for it to happen at the age of nine? And then again, at 16, allegedly with the same girl, I'm trying to figure out the key part of this to me is what is the connection of this young lady? Well, at the time, this child and young lady at, with George Foreman. Has, or has that been released yet? That ha- th- their connection has not come out. How did he meet them? Okay. Everything like that has not come out. But the, the, the point is that he groomed them over years, met them when they were younger, groomed them over years, and then th- this... When you use the word groom, do you mean like grope them or groom them like no, I'm grooming it, you how to raise you? It, it, it's more of... I'm grooming you in how to become a woman. Is that what you mean by that? Is that what they're reporting and saying with that? It's more of being overly friendly as an adult becoming and, and building a closer relationship than you should with a child so that when they're older, they now have this emotional, okay, well, intense emotional connection okay, with you. That, well that, that's grooming. Okay, well, that right there, that's without any other details, in my opinion, and I'm not trying to be a detective here on the airwaves. That sounds like to me it has to be some it has to be going back to when this victim alleged victim is only nine years old. That has to be a friend, in my opinion, that has to be a friend of the family or that has to be somebody somebody in the family. Yeah, somebody around George. 
to sit there and have this happen at nine and then happen again at the age of 16. Okay. So my point is this, first of all, it's very disturbing, disturbing. If this is, if this is true. Um, but again, the one question that I was leading to before you kind of cut me off and gave out a little bit more of the facts and you say, this is totally different. Um, I just feel that it comes to a time where, and I get it before, cause we're in a different time. You know, I'm not a female, so I can't speak on this, you know? Um, and you know, and I don't like really people telling me how to feel or speaking on things as a minority, as an African American. So I try to tread light when it comes to these type of to topics that I'm speaking of. And I'm not a woman, you know, I don't reproduce. I, you know, that that's just reality. So I try to be sensitive with that. But at the same time, I do know that going back to my original how i started this segment within five this last six years the point of the me too movement and trying to eliminate all these things that i talked about and these type of men that are these predators these individuals getting women to have more courage to come forward and step forward now prior to this time you really had to accept and you probably still do. And there's a section of society that still does and say, Hey, you know what? There's you're traumatized. You feel ashamed, especially if it happened to you at that young, you feel ashamed. So it takes a while to build up the courage to be able to speak on this or be able to finally want to take action against that individual who took your innocence away. But at the same time, when we talk about that, we have to talk about the other side of this. When that, you know, when does it come to the point to where when we're really talking about 40 some years ago, and if you go back to the age of nine, it's even long, when you're talking about these women in the 60s and what in the times of change where they're, you're not alone. You do have it because the reason why I bring that part up, because some of this stuff, not saying this case, I'm not saying this with George. I have no dog in this race. I mean, if this is true, whether George is in his 80s now, 70s, Absolutely however long George, he, yeah, and he has to, you know, he has to face the consequences. But also, I know the other part of these conversations that do not take place because people don't want to come across wrong or insensitive or being killed over it. I feel that the other part gets overlooked and that's the fact that when you have some of these cases especially if you're talking 30 40 years later a lot of this to come out to be not again i will repeat not in this particular case because i don't think jonas or i anybody really knows all the facts yet this is just coming out this morning but before a lot of the other part of this is that it comes to where some people look skeptical, like, okay, is this about money? Did this really happen? Why did it take you 40 years to come out now when we've seen this country shift and we've seen women say, hey, you're not alone and they can't. We've seen the Bill Cosby situation. I mean, a lot of Bill Cosby's acts took place in the 70s, in the 60s, but it just came to the light four or five years ago. Those are the things that still make some people look at like, okay, in the 70s, because when this first comes across my radar in the headline, I'm thinking like, okay, George is involved in something, you know, recent. Yeah. I mean, you have um, Gary Busey. Okay, you have him just in the news a week ago 
that's being accused of also something similar. Now, not at that age, not a nine year old, but you have people coming out for after Gary Busey. But those are I think those are more recent. So my point is, is that there's two sides of this. There is a situation to where, for one, we don't know if this is true. We don't know if something took place. And basically, George was sitting there saying, hey, you know, for 30, like, hey, if you don't do this, you don't do this. I'm going to go public. I'm going to do that. We don't know. And that's borderline coming in extortion. And again, I'm not saying this is the case, but I'm just saying that I really need to dive and really wait to the facts when I hear stuff like this that took place 40 over 40 years ago. And we are in a different time in the last five or seven years. Like pre last five or seven years in the women's movement, I can understand this. I can understand the psychological effect of what this has on women. And the reason why you don't feel that you want to talk about it, you just want to brush it under the rug. But really the way this country has shifted and the men that we've seen brought down. I just feel that I am going to proceed with caution when I hear something like this that took place 40 years ago. I am going to look to see, like, is this legit? And if it is, how are we talking 30 or 40 years in this time that we're in? That's all I'll say about it. I mean, but we'll wait for the facts to come out about this, um, you know. Uh, but, yes, it's, it's, I mean, it's horrible. I mean, if this is true, and especially when you're talking about a nine-year-old child, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a horrible situation. Of course, George Foreman has released a statement on it. Um, and, and he says, again, in the, in the report, over the past six months, two women have been trying to extort millions of dollars each from me and my family. I don't pick fights, but I don't run away from them either. This is one that, at this time, it's just disgusting. And there has to be some kind of... If it's true, Jonas. If it's true. But you do, I don't want to say you don't, because there, there are allegations that people will make uh in 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 again in the pursuit of financial gain of course without a but, doubt but it's reality. this this i don't know man well i don't know either that's the reason why there's no need to get into a big debate about it i'm just laying out in my opinion really the society and what has taken place because i just feel as a man okay because i know somebody that has gone through something like this that was totally innocent that was an African-American young man at college and really his life was on the line and he was totally innocent and he ended up getting off, but it didn't even go to trial because evidence came out that the young girl was lying. So I'm just saying, I feel that it's, you know, as long as I have a platform and I'm doing this, I'm always going to voice the opinion of, Hey, I'm sorry, like they always say, you don't let a few apples spoil a bunch, but you've got a few apples that basically that ruin it for women that have really been sexually assaulted or raped because it is a money grab from them. And if I hear something that took place 40, you got to think, George Foreman, I mean, George Foreman, his name is bigger off of that George Foreman grill, and he's made 10 times more money off the George Foreman grill than he never did boxing. So my point is, this guy, has been, it ain't like he's been, you know, behind the scenes since battles with Ali and Frazier. He's been on your TV. He's been pitching products. He's been interviewed. He even came back at the age of 40 to fight. So my thing is, is that how does something as egregious as this 
in the world we talked about it yesterday in the world of tmz we live in in the report or world of private how does this stay even that quiet if this is a situation because these victims these alleged victims that we speak of in this george foreman case they've got to be talking or venting to somebody and i'm not again i'm not saying that it's not true but i think that before we judge george foreman because we hear the age of nine and 60 40 years ago we if by that statement it, it, I didn't even hear that statement till you read it in real time over live air. But I'm just saying that you've got to proceed with caution before you rush to judgment. And we're talking about a 40 year gap. Right. But but this case couldn't be pursued legally with officers and detectives and stuff to go back and look at forensic evidence, go and follow, you know, do the interviews necessary to, to, to put together a case until but, until the statute of limitations law in California was adjusted in 2020 that opened this up for for childhood sexual abuse cases. Okay, and you said it's that's why said, it stays quiet over 30 said, years because you can't do anything about it. You can't. You, the police aren't going to investigate it because they can't prosecute. I, 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 I don't. I, I don't buy. To, I see a little bit what you're saying, but I don't buy into that because even first of all, if you're talking 2022, that's a couple years ago. But um, hey, look. It'll become there's been there's there's been no criminal investigation law uh, launched. There's been no arrest. There's been no investigation. But for the last, I don't know, eight to 10 years, we've heard about Pete Rose and Pete Rose allegedly with a 14 year old girl or whatever. We live in a media 24 seven TMZ world for the last 10 to 15 years. Easy. So my Michael Jackson before there was any trial, before there was any, before, there was rumbling saying, hey, something's going down in Neverland. To sit this and be a figure of George Foreman, the former heavyweight champion of the world, Mr. George Foreman Grill, not hiding, one of the few guys to come back at the age of 40 to win a belt. There, In my opinion, and this doesn't mean it's not true, but my opinion, it's hard to really just dive in and say, man, this guy's a predator. He's awful, but allowing the due process to take his place. And just because the statute of limitations law just got changed, that don't mean we haven't heard. We wouldn't have heard the rumblings and stuff like this if these women are victims. They've talked to somebody about this. That's just my opinion. Might not be popular, but that's my opinion, because I know for every one of these there's a few of them that are extortion and about money. And when they go away, because I guarantee you down the road, when this gets played out, we might it might be we might be years away from knowing the truth. I guarantee you it won't lead headlines in most major sport websites like it did today. It just won't because that is not the society we're in. That don't that's not clickbait. I can't say that doesn't sell papers. Cause hell, ain't nobody selling papers anymore. OK, there's another dusty for you dusties. But it comes down to. That doesn't give you clickbait. That's all I'm saying. We can move on from there because there's no need to debate about it because we don't know the facts. We don't know this. I'm bringing it up because it's news and I bring it up to be like, wait a minute. In the 70s? Okay. And really, and I bring that up because the time has changed. Now, 90s, 80s, I can see these victims that they're victims of George Foreman saying, man, I don't want to talk about this. That's George Foreman. Who's going to believe me? I can see that. 
but not post what we're talking about what has take place and how society views sexual predators in my opinion when we get back we'll get to the sports side i want to talk about some preseason action last night with kansas city and green bay i want to talk about the most important preseason finale week three game i think that's on the docket we still got over unders to get we ran kind of late today so we're going to try to see if we can fit those in you listen to the sports crime presented by dosecchi's we are broadcasting here from the hazel sky online studios we'll be back